Welcome to season three, episode nine of the Empowered Agency podcast. I'm your host, Kate All, and I'm here to pass on wisdom and stories and all the great tips for what it's like running your own agency. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about when to remove services. I like to call this the service edit edition, kind of like the home edit, where we're going to go through and decide are these services worth keeping around? Is it something I really want to continue to invest in teaching my team how to do? And are people even asking for it? Before we dive in, I just want to let you know that this agency podcast exists to really help you grow and create the agency that really fits you and works for your lifestyle. So in this season, we're diving into all those little things that it feels like nobody talks about, like burnout and systems, trading time for dollars, what type of agency is right for you. I want to bring conversations into this podcast that usually happen in the margins at events. So I want you to take away some aha moments that will really help you level up your agency one step at a time. If you have suggestions or ideas for what you would like me to record on in the next season, season four, I would love to hear from you. Would you email me hello at kall.com and let me know what topics you want me to cover? I'm beginning to map out the plan for season four and would love to hear exactly what it is you want me to talk about on this podcast. All right, with that, let's dive in. When to remove services. In this season, season three of episode two, we talked about the two types of agency models, the boutique model or the plug and play model. For each type of agency, this means that somebody like boutique would have a list of services that are hidden behind a proposal, meaning on your website, there would not be this massive list of things that people could choose from, but it really is about you meeting with the client and then making the decision together about what services are best. Maybe you know exactly what you do and you pull from your suite of options. For those who are plug and play, you most likely have your services listed on your website. There's not a lot of variables in them. They're pretty consistent and the public sees like a menu. Here's what you can choose from. Either choose this or choose that or this comprehensive package here. In both cases, whether they are seen by the public or not seen by the public, you have to weigh your options of continuing with particular offers or services, factoring in lots of different variables, not just the customer. So I want to break it down and have you perform an audit of your service offers. I like to do this one time per year, or maybe when we hit a roadblock and think this service isn't working anymore. I also want to say this, you can leave services on your website if you feel like no one is asking for them. If you're like, well, what does it matter? Like, I'm just going to leave it there. But I would actually argue that it's taking up brain space. It's taking up website space. And if someone asks for it and you're not passionate about it, then you have to tell them no. If you fall into any of these buckets and you're like, well, I don't really want to tell them no, I don't really want to do it anymore, then you need to just remove it from your website. Don't let it linger. Do the service edit. Here's a few questions that you should ask yourself when you are doing your service edit. One, does anyone ask for this service anymore? Whether it's in a proposal call or just simply via your form, does anybody actually want it? I would say that if it's been at least a year since someone has even mentioned it, 
it's probably a good idea to take it off your list of offers. Number two, do you want to deliver that service anymore? Maybe it's not your favorite. Maybe it doesn't light you up. Maybe you find yourself completely groaning and wanting to triple charge for this service. If it's as simple as you don't like it anymore, remove it from the list. Number three, does it no longer make sense for your industry? A couple of years ago, I would even say about five or six, it was really popular for people in the Pinterest marketing space to believe that deleting pins would lead to more engagement. I don't believe that. I never offered that as as a service, but I saw people who did. If you have something like this in your list, this makes you look like you are not in touch with current marketing standards. So also pay attention to Does your industry actually use this particular service anymore? Or maybe it's a black hat thing now. And before, maybe it was white hat. But now, like if you offer Google services, it's like, oh, yeah, we can't do that anymore. So don't list something in your site that isn't best practice anymore. It really does communicate a lot. The fourth tip I have for you is, are you losing money? So in this case, Number one, you need to raise your price on it. But if the market can't support your price that you want to ask for, then you need to evaluate whether or not it's worth doing that service. So an example might be you are running an audit and you say, I'm going to charge $97 for the audit, but it's taking you four hours, which means you are basically paying yourself a little less than $25 an hour. Remember, your $25 an hour includes your taxes, includes your expenses, it includes your future investments, and it includes what you want to pay yourself. So in the end, what you're actually taking home as money in your pocket is very low on that. Now, there are times when we actually do loss leaders, right? Like we'll do things that get people into our ecosystem because we can know we sell them later. So if that's something for you, then you want to get better at being more efficient with your time on this service so that you're not making just a little amount of money. But if this is not a loss leader, and this is not something that you want to sell people into other services, and you are losing money and it is taking up a lot of time and you find yourself resenting it, it's okay to remove it. It's okay to take something off your list. Oftentimes I hear people, other service providers say, I wanna cast a really wide net of all the things that I offer so that then I can get more people into my ecosystem. While in theory, that's pretty good, but you have to remember, you need to create pathways that lead people to these offers. And so not only are you performing the actual service, you're marketing the actual service in lots of different places, which requires a lot of time. So I would argue that less is more. Now, that really applies a lot to the person who is plug and play, where the customer can see everything they have to offer. If you are a boutique, then you can do this on the back end and really nobody knows publicly about it. So you can evaluate that. If you're just a solopreneur, solo service provider, you could just remove a service and be done. But if you have a team, you need to do a couple of things first before you just remove that service. One, you need to let the team know why you're removing it so that everybody is on the same page. You need to get buy-in from those people. 
Not that you need to ask them permission, but as a leader, it's really important that people feel like you're bringing them along with you. Number two, you need to remove it from your SOPs, your standard operating procedures. And then at the end of the year, after you are really effectively closed down that particular service, you need to remove it from your invoicing options. Third, you need to remove it from your website and any literature. Actually, you should probably do this first after you tell your team. If you need to redirect that page, we've done this in the past too. We used to offer an analytics service. We since removed it and redirected to a blog post that talked about analytics. You also want to make sure you go back through any podcasts or blog posts where maybe you launched that particular service or you hyped people up about it. Those are pages you want to make sure you redirect for Google so that you're not losing any of that. It's not 404ing for people, which is a bad user experience. Okay, so tell me, email me, hello at kateall.com. It is A-H-L, but pronounced all like the detergent. Email me. I would love to know from you when you've had to make that decision to remove a service from your offer and how that made you feel, whether it was freeing, whether it was exhausting, whether it was scary. I would love to hear from you. And like I said in the beginning, I'm working on recording episodes for season four. There'll be about a two or three week gap after um, season three, episode 10, which is our last episode coming up next week. In season three, I would love to hear your topics. I have some going so far for people that want to go deeper into the agency owner piece. And so I will add yours to the list. Last, I would love it if you would leave a review while you're in the app right now. Just take a few minutes, hit the star button in Spotify or leave a review in Apple Podcasts. I would just love to hear from you and how the podcast is helping you grow. Alrighty, that's it. Thanks so much for listening. And I will be with you in the next episode, episode 10.